This is the EPLOG audio experience. कहते हैं हर फोटोग्राफ के पीछे एक कहानी होती है कभी ड्रामेटिक कभी सिचुएशनल कभी हंसा देने वाली कभी रुला देने वाली टुडे विजिटिंग विथ who calls himself a color blind photographer from bombay who dramatically ditched the mba to chase his dream career as a photographer hi this is yashika and you're listening to a crazily creative episode of voice of achievers our guest today is anirudh kothari an advertising photographer and director from bombay who breeds and lives in and out of frames कहानी में ट्विस्ट ये है दैट ही वाज आस्ट टू परसू एन एमबीए बाय हिज पेरेंट्स व्हेन द वेक अप सेड मोमेंट हैपेंड एंड ही सेड पर मेरी दुल्हन तो फोटोग्राफी है विद ओवर 10 इयर्स ऑफ एक्सपीरियंस एज अ फोटोग्राफर अनिरुद्ध हैज वर्क्ड विद क्लाइंट्स लाइक नेटफ्लिक्स रोलेक्स नाइकी जारा द रिजर्व बैंक ऑफ इंडिया जस्ट टू नेम अ फ्यू ही स्टिल हैड टू कंप्लीट द मास्टर्स इन मार्केटिंग बाय द वे and we'll find out why while we also ask him questions about perspective storytelling through frames approaching clients building a portfolio and upcoming careers within the photography space welcome to the show anirudh hi hi yashika thank you so much uh, i would never be able to talk about myself like this so anirudh your bio says epiphany struck when i was preparing for gmat and i realized my true calling meri dulhan photography hai what a dramatic uh, sort of a bio tell me what made you think ki meri dulhan photography hai as funny as it may be i mean not not the typical story ki you know mujhe i was handed down a camera at one of my birthdays and then that's how i got into photography but i had photography in college as a subject my dad saw me do it because i spent money i got a dslr so he said hey, if you are doing photography only might as well do a do a little internship so he, he asked one of his friends whose kids had gone to photo school wagera so i interned with them and that's when i figured okay maybe photography is one field you know that maybe i could explore like creativity i was i was zilch and if i go back to my past like i definitely know that i keep switching fields so in the 11th i took science in the 12th i took commerce in my 13 14 15 that took bmm which is an extension of maybe arts and media and that's when like in my final year is when i thought you know maybe i'll give gmat a try and try for the howard 2 plus 2 course and i appeared for gmat once the first time i appeared i scored a 380 out of 800 which is horrible scores i cry, i came home and i just cried i just cried i said you know i'm going to give it another shot so again i prepped for a month and then when i went i was mugging you know last minute notes from before my second examination i i just looked at the gmat like uh, examination hall entrance and i said yaar ye ye nahi hoga mujhe like if if i was a genius kid then you know i would have gotten through on the first i would have gotten way more than 50% not even 50% and and i said you know maybe I, i'm just going to give it my best shot and whatever it is but but this is it you know i made a decision then i was like ye ye nahi hone wala i can't do an mba so i'm going to work out and i I went in the examination hall, probably like the happiest kid. So, so I think that moment, like I can still imagine it. It was that that was my deciding moment. Ki MBA is not going to happen. 
when you say this i'm thinking of it as a moment of self doubt par ek moment aisa aata hai jab you realize ki ye to mujhse nahi hone wala so do you then look at the process of elimination ki ye nahi hoga ye nahi hoga therefore photography mein zara sa interest hai why don't i try and pursue that um nahi i think then it was in process of elimination much but now now i feel like at this stage again what i'm talking about is maybe like definitely 10 years ago i mean now in my life when i do a lot of choices it is process of elimination then i just realized ki boss agar main if if i'm going abroad to study mba matlab definitely ki i'm doing that kyunki india mein mera admission to nahi hone wala hai because india is very difficult to get in into any school abroad it's probably a lot easier and then that's when um, the photographer i was interning with sahil mane he he told me he's like you know you are a hard working kid why don't you maybe go to the same school i went to which was this school called hallmark institute of photography in massachusetts and that course was just 10 months technically you know aapka bachelor's ho gaye 3 saal after that you are 20 20 you are 21 almost and 10 months course was a good bargain you know it's not it's not a lot that you are losing and also if if you are going abroad to study something so i'm pretty sure like you know you will not half ass it you will go all out because there's a lot of money involved you know that was this this is not jokes anymore this is serious business for you but were you at that time convinced ki uh, photography hi karni hai or you were still figuring it out i was convinced that i will do photography i was convinced i just didn't know the scale at which i would be able to take it to which is which, which is what i figured out like at least where i am now if if i look back 10 years ago I I didn't think that would be the scale or that would be the growth. Talking of convincing, I don't know. Tell me, is it hard to convince parents uh, or <laughs> you know? Keep. Mujhe parents will be like, "Arey, मतलब पहले पढ़ाई कर लो, फिर फोटोग्राफी कर लेना." ऐसे बड़े किस्से होते हैं. So, uh, was it hard to convince it them? It is very hard. It, it is very hard. That that is a very that is another funny story because I come from a Marwadi family. My my dad was into he was into jewelry and you know so he was always on the business side, if you may. and when it came to me i said you know maybe like after bmm my job prospects would be ad agencies ad agencies is one way but that's about it but then when i said i want to do photography he said boss ye kya hone wala like i mean no one in the family has been in the creative side no one's done like a creative thing as a full time job or a business the mom and dad are very much like you know this industry is all about like you know like it's glamour and all of that like kaam to kya hi hoga kaam hona hi nahi I, that's when Sahil Mane and his wife Tara Koshal they both came came home and they spoke to mom and dad. They had like a good one to ask conversation in the evening, and you know they were telling them and you know mom dad had all sorts of questions. You know like what goes on behind the scenes, what they've seen in the movie fashion. You know like all of that. You know the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, the good, the bad. <laughs> and then Sahil told them you know it's not that. You know there is a lot that goes on only to make one photograph. So like you may think the celebrity walks in. You know for him it's just a two minute job. you'll have probably 2 to 5 minutes for the celebrity but there's a lot of prep that goes in hand before the celebrity walks in and after he leaves the set and that is the big chunk that no one gets to see uh, after that my dad uh, he was convinced a little bit and that's when the conviction happened however it was where we had a little deal between dad and me so we met a career counselor and the career counselor said and i told him i want to be a photographer and he said sorry but photography i have no idea that you know how this career works how how a degree will get you anything but he said i can help you you know what would go on along with it so viral doshi told me he said you know what you are doing photography great you want to do that but you should also do maybe a masters in marketing or an mba in marketing and i said that's great but 
मुझे एंट्रेंस एग्जाम नहीं देना है कहीं पे भी बिकॉज आई हैड अ वेरी बैड एक्सपीरियंस जी मैट सो ही सेड यू नो व्हाई डोंट यू गो टू द यूके दे डोंट हैव एनी एंट्रेंस एग्जाम्स एक्सेप्ट टॉफिल एंड आईएलटीएस व्हिच इज ग्रेट व्हिच इज इजी व्हिच इज इजी फॉर एवरीवन ही सेड यू डू एन एमएससी इन मार्केटिंग फॉर अ वन ईयर कोर्स एंड यू विल बी गुड यू नो मे बी दैट कुड हेल्प यू फोटोग्राफी वाइज आल्सो आई अग्रीड एंड देन ही सेड नाउ यू हैव टू ऑप्शंस आफ्टर यू फिनिश बैचलर्स यू कैन इदर डिफर योर एडमिशन फॉर फोटो स्कूल डू योर मार्केटिंग एंड देन डू फोटो स्कूल और वाइस वर्सा so i told dad nahi i will do photo school first i'll do that and so dad said okay great you do photo school but the condition is once you're done with photo school you will do your msc in marketing in the uk as a deal finish your and leave and i'm going to go back to bombay and open my own shop and start doing photography so i i couldn't wait to get to work but yet you did your you did two internships at ogilvy and leo burnett tell us why was that a choice and how did that really help you or connect the dots with your photography engagements okay so i did bmm which is bachelor's in mass media and i majored in advertising i definitely knew i was swaying towards marketing after your first year you know every time you want to look at internships so my first internship was fortunately with leo burnett and um, i ended up working on mcdonalds on that so that's when i knew on the client servicing side what was happening with advertising agencies and how it all works so i figured out you know how the back end of an agency works and what all goes on so then you figure out different verticals kya hai and then i ogilvy internship after i finished my bmm and luckily the people who i worked with at leo bonnet back in 2010 they had moved to ogilvy by 2012 that was another attempt to know how a bigger agency works and ogilvy leo bonnet both were like big agencies doing their own thing leo bonnet had mcdonalds like global worldwide and ogilvy had like Vodafone, like all the big clients, and because I'd secured my photo school admission, so the plan was, you know, if I know how an agency hires a photographer, I will keep that in my mind, and that's how I will work after coming back from photo school. So it gives me a little insight as to how I can get new jobs, get assignments, or that. That was the idea. Then maybe a little psychology bit to it, you know, uh, the creative bit to it, like ad design, etc. Like there are a bunch of things. and like copywriting all of that so it basically gives you a lot of options and then aapko by the end of it you figure out ki you know what attracts you most and that, that's how those internships helped me make a little foundation for myself interesting you said that you know a lot goes behind ek photograph jo hum khinchte hain tell us two things jo hum nahi jante what goes behind a photograph in in all honesty like i feel like all photographs are very composition related it's all how you frame things there are so many people out there there's so many talented people out there and they just use their mobile phones and they do a great job right so so it's all about composition it's all about trying to get the things composed rightly and and that's how it makes it makes everyone stand out ek product hai for example and there is one way to look at it jo aap you may just look at it straight but there are another 359 degrees of ways to view that same product right that means there are another 359 ways for anyone to shoot that same product at least on a bare minimum so so i feel composition is what makes or breaks things there is something about i and i noticed that the eye is sort of an extremely important element in your photographs why is the eye important or am i reading too much oh i know <laughs> no 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 i'm just trying to figure you know everyone who has shot everyone whose portraits have shot Like what's with me dealing with eyes? I think eye important. इसलिए है in my opinion is that because there there are times कि that is what speaks everything about it. That is what speak gives you the mood about the story about the photograph. 
तो जैसे फॉर एग्जाम्पल अभी कुछ दिन पहले मेरा एक शूट था फॉर एन आई पी एल टीम एंड एंड आई नाउ वेन यू टॉक अबाउट आईज आई लुक बैक एट दिस एंड आई थिंक यू नो दाइम्स वेन आई टोल्ड द प्लेयर्स की यू नो आपको बोलू तब आप सिर ऊपर करना तब आप सीधा कैमरा में देखना you need to look straight into the cap lens straight through my soul that's what it is and it's a lot of difference between me telling them ki ha you know just stand and look at me and between me telling them ki you know put your head down at the count of 3 put your head up open your eyes and look straight at me what changes what changes it just becomes a lot more intense definitely intense i mean it it intense in terms of you know the character that you want to get this one time when i was shooting for for netflix for their movie uh, mogli Uh, so they, they had a bunch of bollywood actors uh, dub for all the characters and and the byline to in, that entire project was ki jo unke characters hain we want to show them out in the photos as well so we want to show how how like anil kapoor and balu you know how they as a character are similar in the photos we also want to show how jackie shroff and sher khan are similar as so the kind of photos i've got from they relate so well with the characters because it's they they just they are actors they know how to do their job well and and you know at the count of 3 it's like maybe 10 photos in and i'm like i have my shot like i'm good uh talking about getting there uh, because i think that that's a part that we left behind zara sa and i'm taking you back mm-hmm. slightly to the time when you f- sort of first got your first big client or pitched the first big project tell us what it takes and basic zaruraten kya hai what are the three things i need to pitch my first uh, big project or to pitch to a first big client like i'll tell you mere experience mein kya hua tha mera first project very fortunately after i came back from my masters degree was i one i never had to make any calls touch wood a lot of it was word of mouth fortunately i was also a very social person in college so you know how every her, every college has their festivals have they have inter college festivals intra college festivals so you know you're constantly meeting people all of that uh my so i i met a lot of people um, i was friends with them on facebook maybe even so if i met them once i would send them a friend request very absurd now i i don't do that now anymore that is nice <laughs> but i i had done a lot of networking back then i knew a lot of people so a lot of people saw my journey they saw me putting out photographs they saw me doing all of that so when i came back to bombay my first call was from a friend karan who i never like it was just acquaintance meeting at maybe college festivals that's it and uh, he called me he said you know what i have a project for architecture and i like shooting a lot of architecture a lot of architecture was on my portfolio so he said i have a project for architecture for hiran dani you know my my colleague would want to talk to you if you're up for this you know let's let's figure it out and do a call i said yeah sure why not it was a one week project where we went before sunrise we got to hiran dani pawai uh, we shot all day till late night so that was my first project i i got paid like maybe 30 35000 for it and i think i got that only because of word of mouth only because i was friends with people i knew people etc and i was a little maybe extrovert and outgoing back then it it worked in my favor well as a youngster when you're talking to people and getting your first project it's you're completely naive in the industry tell me pricing kaise figure out karte ho do you speak to mentors do you speak to people in the industry or do you have a way to figure out pricing and then eventually how do you evolve and arrive at a price so how my pricing structure went by or how i got about it was first i tried to figure out first i would be you know my creative fees for the day are maybe 20000 30000 and then everything else on top of it like which are production expenses light rentals etc 
but how do i even come up to that number is that it's a very simple way is that you always want to try to figure out the number of hours you will put in for that particular assignment for that job which includes your research you know everything that you do on your alone time everything that you do with the clients everything that you do on set everything that you do after the shoot so the amount of hours that you put into the job okay you divide that by the amount of money you're making and you want to know is if i'm getting paid 5000 an hour is that something what i want to be paid the answer is yes or no that's how you want to deal with it right it, it should be worth your time look at it in terms of hours so i think that is the i because only when you use math and you try to put together things you know your commercials with the number of hours you will realize either you are putting in too much time or you are putting in too less of time right and if you are putting in too much time then you want to do the job more efficiently so maybe you are not doing it right and eventually aise career mein jahan par creativity itni important hai and you've been at it for a, almost a decade now tell us how you measure growth well uh, this this is the worst part this is the worst part for anyone in the creative field is that you know as as creative people none of us like to deal with numbers like balance sheets finance all of that kisi kisi ko wo kaam nahi karna that is the worst gst wagera everyone complains i complain all my colleagues all my peers everyone complains about it but the harsh reality of this is that if you want to measure growth you need to look at your numbers you need to look at your expenses your balance sheet your income by the end of the year and that will put things into perspective whether you know are you really growing or not and and that is that is facts like those numbers are facts the sooner you digest that pill the better it is fortunately or maybe unfortunately i came across this whole numbers bit when i sat with my with my father who's a lot he's a finance guy he loves crunching numbers so papa ke sath i sat during um, during the lockdown the first lockdown which is maybe a year ago um and we sat we put numbers together you know balance sheet dekhi wagera and we realized you know these are personal expenses and this is how billing should happen xyz percentage wagera uh, ever since i put that into practice i've realized you know that i am worrying about lesser things which is for example you know your overheads you're paying employees you're paying rent you're paying insurance you're paying your your buying gear everything the numbers spoke to me and that's what makes sense if, if you can do numbers great if you can't then maybe you should get someone to help you out with numbers but ideally numbers is one way to look at it because that is hardcore facts or and the second way to measure your growth is to figure out you know the kind of people the qualitative one yeah yeah the qualitative part the the people you are working with the clients you are working with on a personal level how does growth get evaluated in this case is if you go into an assignment and if you probably come out with the same result that you would come out from any other project if you've done it in the past then you're not growing you're just doing that same thing over and over again it's it's like doing a 9 to 5 then and as as a creative person your literal job is to just make sure that every project that you do is different from the other if your job is to just make sure everything is different from the other then that's how you do justice to whatever you're doing and that's how hopefully you grow so you capture very varied kinds of people and things and also spaces tell us how the perspective changes and how the story changes in your mind as a creative when you're looking at a person versus a space versus an object so one one very fine thing between all all of these three things like which is people spaces and maybe like products let's put three categories is that you know you you always want to know ki ye photos ka use kya hai 
that what is the end use of the photo what is the purpose of the photo what what is the point the client is trying to make across with the photo and these are these are basically you know sub questions these are things that subline whatever you are doing for example like a very fine example is when whenever i'm shooting spaces there's a different way where you shoot spaces for a real estate person or for a builder as opposed to shooting it for an interior designer or a architect because a real estate or a builder would always want to show ki dekho sir jagah bahut zyada hai it's a very spacious house so whenever you want to show anything spacious your perspective of the camera is automatically lower to the ground because then you can see more floor space right you want to then that's when you will try to be like ha huh, you know you want to show more floor space you want to show how like the amount of light that is coming in because maybe as a perspective buyer what i want to see is how big the place is you know um is there enough natural light coming in x could be xyz reasons but when i'm shooting it for an architect or a designer then i want to focus on design i want to focus on how pretty the place is right you want to show small nooks and corners so that way every project it goes a different way and it's very important to know what you're shooting for and it's very important for anyone in the creative field to ask all of these questions because all of these questions help you take an informed decision as to why this and why not that would you make notes oh yeah yeah definitely i in fact in fact now there is a point where if i'm dealing with any client i straight up tell them i'm like listen i'm really sorry but i'm going to be bombarding you with a bunch of questions and is it okay if i message you these questions whenever i get them and you can reply whenever you have the time and everyone agrees to it so it's great asking questions is definitely needed because if you don't ask questions you will not know what you're going to do unless it's a very simple job like you know maybe taking a passport photo or maybe shooting everything on a white background for e-commerce purposes then you don't ask questions then that is just a volume job you just want to do as many photos or products in a day that you could knock out there's a good thing about me like why i like shooting spaces sometimes over shooting people is because for spaces only i have to show up right the building is there and i don't have to do any talking it's just me and the building that is interacting that is it you know i'll shoot the building however i want whatever time of the day all good but how tell I'm tell not, us I'm how not. that is when you are I, the, i love the part where there's a conversation between you and the space or you and the object uh what is that conversation like um i well you would you you would call me crazy if i if i told you the conversation i had <laughs> uh no no so so it's it's a lot where whenever i'm shooting spaces you know because the good thing is every time i'm shooting spaces it's majority ha- the work has been for interior designer or architects very few for builders now so the, then you know you always try to make sure how you can make this place look pretty or see the place in a way the builder must have not seen it or the people who are living in the house must have not seen it so always try to explore like different angles different compositions you know different ways and like the thing is that any house for example with windows you know if you spend 24 hours in it it will look very different throughout the day the evening the night the sunrise you know all of that and no matter how much time you spend it's always less so you you always you you always trying to figure you know how you can make things different how you can uh, at least as a photographer what i'm trying to do is try to make sure that you know how do i get a different picture out of this something that someone has not seen right my job is pretty much to make something unique so it is it is you know it, it is a lot of thinking it is a lot of back and forth like my my professor at photo school my commercial studio professor told me is like you know when you're shooting architecture uh when a shooting interior design you know you think wow this is my frame this is what i have but whenever you have something you always want to turn around 180 and look what's behind you 
because you never know what's behind you that is that is probably one of the most wisest advice i've come across because i've done that so many times you know when i do travel photographs when i'm doing anything you know i feel like oh wow this is the prettiest frame i could have and this is perfect but i'm like one minute you know maybe let's just turn around this one was deep huh, by the way oh yeah 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 so the next time even i like, look at it very simple you know have you been to the taj mahal i have so if you go to the taj mahal when you get into the taj mahal you are standing at that main entrance you know where everyone's taking photos with that with the whole middle pathway with the with the water body basically you know that typical shot that you see everywhere and if you stand right in the middle of that water body where you're equidistant from the entrance and to the taj mahal and you're looking at the taj mahal and maybe if you turn around 180 you will just see a beautiful set of arches that is there i mean that's that's just a simple example of turning my back 180 and just seeing what's behind me lovely it's such a common phrase that every photograph is a story har photograph mein kahani chhipi hoti hai tell us the ingredients of a, a good story or a good photograph according to you agar ek budding photographer hai who's just starting out kya aisi cheeze hain jo uske liye required hain for him or her to start with uh, these ingredients well mere opinion mein i think it is only composition and lighting that is it it is just these two things in my opinion that that make up a good photograph and composition and lighting is something that even if my grandmother had the aesthetics of it or if she knew the aesthetics for it she could take a picture with her mobile phone today and so could a 15 year old kid the only thing is that you know you need to educate yourself as a creative person you need to educate yourself as to know aesthetically what is right what is wrong or maybe what is nice and what is not or what is pleasing what is unpleasing all of that that's about it and i think your major chunk is composition and lighting and and these are the things what i meant was that composition lighting are things that are that are available to everyone a mobile phone is available to everyone at least a camera is available to everyone so nothing stopping you except from the part that you need to just get educated a little bit maybe figure out aesthetics and you know start building up interesting when somebody starts out and when someone's trying to get their feet on to the ground and figuring it out ki maybe i'm playing with a few photographs and I, i there is an inclination towards photography would you what what are the things you would recommend at the beginning stage at the first stage well foundation is very necessary for starters for example if someone would get in touch with me today be like hey you know i like your work i want to intern with you wagera my concern is that you know boss how much is your knowledge right aapko kitna aata hai is your foundation strong do you know do you know technicalities do you know the basics you know because you always want to know that if if the other if my assistant or whoever is coming who's trying to intern with me or assist me etc these are basic questions that they need to know this is the foundation bit which is available online and it's very easy and once you know that then it's just a constant need for you to evolve yourself with everything that's available online and and there are so many brilliant self-learned photographers outside it's it's great i was just going to ask i was just going to ask ki in today's day and age where there is so much available online is a photography course in itself particularly necessary or can it be learned and then learned online and picked up on the job no i i don't think it's necessary at all however in my case maybe someone like me it was definitely necessary because i had zero creativity in me except for like just advertising but i i don't think it's necessary there are so many brilliant self learned photographers out there uh, they do a great job however my only argument would be is that 
you've got to know the rules to break the rules that's simple as knowing your basics that's maybe knowing you know flash all of that the only difference i feel between a self learned and between someone who's been to photo school or been to any particular school to learn anything is the fact ki that there are answers to some questions that i may have on set just on the back of my mind whereas someone who's self learned will have to do a little trial and error to figure out why this is working why this is not working because i went to photo school i know some things theoretically in my head that is maybe a small or a big price to pay because you went to photo school for it one of the interesting so, things you know anirudh it takes so much courage to say i'm a color blind photographer it's and it's insane talking of challenges tell me what is the most challenging aspect of being a photographer and why a color blind photographer well the challenging aspect is that you don't want to give your client the wrong color of skies in the photos i've given a client a purple sky once luckily he knew that i was color blind so he said can you please have that changed and i said sure so i worked that out but if if color blindness is an issue what i deal with is between reds greens and shades of blue it works out in today's day and age or maybe the kind of work that i'm doing with the kind of people i'm doing i'm i'm working with professional retouchers i'm working with people who know color way way beyond my understanding and they can see color way beyond what i can see so we we always outsource all of this you know so i i have i have my my retouchers do that for me they don't show me before after i can't understand anything um there are times like you know like for example i hate shooting on green screens because they leave a green cast on anyone's skin and and i don't even see the green so i don't even see the green cast on the skin so i that's when mary touches come into play that's when they'll be like okay there's a green cast whatever so if anyone talks to me about all of this i'm like mm, i don't know what you're talking about but let me ask mary toucher but is it hard seriously because you're looking at a career that primarily deals with that uh, aspect or with color and in the uh-huh. initial phase was it challenging for you ki kya so- main ye kar paunga agreed one is it is is it hard yes it is hard because i don't see it i have to rely on a second opinion but is it something that can be resolved yes it can be resolved is it some what, do i have to pay a price for it like how, how do we resolve it i resolve it with a brilliant retoucher or someone who knows colors well so i mean that that pretty much so that pretty much kind of you know makes it like logical reasoning trying to figure out if if there is an issue how do we resolve it if my way to resolve it is with a retoucher great job is done I remember when I came through with color blindness I told my parents you know I don't get I can't understand colors and how this all happened was because my dad was into jewelry he said you finish your 12th boards you have 3 months to kill so you are going to join you know jewelry classes and learn about jewelry and diamonds and no you know so by the end of it 2 3 months down the line they had their final exam so they had a practical and a theory exam so in practical exam what they did was they put a bunch of colored stones and they said please pick out emerald or ruby so i look at it and i'm like oh here you go maybe this is what you want and he said nahi ye to brown color hai and i said sorry mujhe i i, I don't get colors like i've told this to my parents a million times they don't believe me so this was 12th standard and i figured out like officially on paper that i'm color blind into in what 3 years after that so before before i joined photo school they they gave me a form i had to fill up i had to do a color blindness test i did it and as and the color blindness test is not about recognizing colors and it's a bunch it's a big circle with a bunch of small big circles all different colors and they all spell out a number and if you can read the number out right that means you're not color blind and over time if you're color blind you may not able to get the number right 
and that's when by the end of it they tell you you know what kind of color blindness you're dealing with and that's when i figured out in 2012 i was color blind and i told my dad i was like i told you so i'm color blind i don't get it and he's like okay now that it's confirmed so when he came down to visit me at photo school he spoke to my principal over there saying you know he's color blind is that an issue she's like no it's not an issue you know you're fine because it's it's color blindness man i mean you're just missing out on color it's not like your vision is monochromatic so now when i look at colors for me it's always like you know i try to classify colors in a different way which is warm and cool i mean which everyone does but for me like primarily i do that i'm like hey is this a warm color is this a cool color where is this going i mean you, you figure it out <laughs> talking of figuring it out to, uh, tell us about the upcoming careers in photography are there any uh, upcoming careers beyond just the usual that we know beyond just the usual i mean there is there is photography i know there is a lot that is happening in like graphic design and stuff um like illustration digital art maybe maybe that's a big umbrella we can put all of that into and uh, and one that i definitely see a lot of innovation going on is in moving pictures which is shooting videos right um they are shooting things they are shooting projects with all sorts of things like an fpv drone there's this bolt camera which like which is like a big robotic arm and and this is a technology that very few people know about or very few people can use which in my opinion makes it very niche so if that is something that you learn or if you develop your skills on that you know that gives you an edge over the other ones what what maybe makes me stand out against someone else or makes someone else stand out against me is the fact that how we are using everything that is already present so it could be like simple things like light painting like like using cameras like different perspectives etc like i mean it's creativity by the end of it and and there is there is no lens at which it stops if if i do something that is super creative there's going to be someone else who will do something that is super super creative and i don't think there's a way you can measure that but you just got to keep churning you just got to keep doing things and that's when you get to some place or the other you, you can't be lazy i i'm lazy at times and i hate it like i don't think that's how it can work okay talk tell us what achievement means to you uh, long story short if i walk out with something that i haven't done before it's an achievement straight up but if it is something that i have done before then i don't think i'm doing justice to my profession and uh, if if anyone who's hearing this and you know they want to get in touch they want to know they have more questions about photography or the industry or in any way they think i could have any answers to them then you know like feel free to get in touch with me email email is the best bet uh, i'll reply and it's and and if you're ever afraid of getting in touch with any photographer just try emailing you know try getting in touch if if you don't take a shot you're going to miss it so might as well take the shot that's that's michael scott's quote from the office you miss 100% of the shots you don't take so <laughs> fair enough can't thank you enough for having shared with us one the story to look behind so thank you for being with us and thank you for sharing all of these stories with us and it was such a pleasure to talk to you same same likewise i'm i'm glad i could do this um, i'm glad we could have this conversation thanks for tuning in feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section do rate us on apple podcasts if you like the episode subscribe or hit follow voice of achievers on apple podcasts google podcasts hubhopper spotify geo savan gana or wherever you get your podcasts from send us an email on editor at voiceofachievers.com or find us on voiceofachievers.com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover don't forget to tune in next week again 
Voice of Achievers on EP Log Media.